tried so hard. And that's right. the start of the podcast, everyone. Welcome back to the Pause Ryan Play podcast. Thank you for still being here. It's been a season since we recorded our last episode. I think that was in 2020. Did we record anything in 2021? I don't remember when the last time we got together was. Uh, we'll have to look at that and maybe answer it later. Anyhow, welcome back to the Pause Ryan Play podcast. And we got the whole crew with us still. Like, it's been all these years since 2019, 2020, 2021. Now we're in 2022. We got the whole crew. So we're going to introduce the staff once again. And we got Josh. How's it going, man? Hello. I'm still here. Still kicking somehow. Magically. Just excited to be back, you know? Talking movies. Talking Obviously, one of my favorite subjects, the Oscars. Oh, just excited to be back and doing it again, guys. Well, we're we're glad to have you, Josh, and we're glad you're still here, despite you saying somehow you're still here, and that's what's beautiful. And we got Vince over in this corner. How you doing, man? Um, yeah, Casey. Uh, what do I do with my feet again? Uh, you you interlock them <laughs> like you would your hands if you were thinking. Uh, did you know that I used to do that as a kid because I saw people do it with their hands and I can't do it. No, so I would interlock my toes, <laughs> and that's why I have amazing toe dexterity. I got like monkey feet too. It's weird. Like <laughs> my uh, my big toe and the toe right next to your big toe, I can spread those things out like monkey paws. It helps so much for like climbing ropes and stuff. It's really weird. It freaks it. It weirds people. Yes, yeah, so I weirds used, people out I whenever I show it climb stuff with my feet i would literally just like hold stuff and i can write really well and like i can sprawl my toes out like isn't that how you play video games yeah i play video games with my toes yeah i don't know how you do that that's weird what's way funny (laughs) i used to be really good at video games at least i feel like that right but well the game so much anymore the games that he's good at he's still at least good at today i remember that like we didn't play a ton of video games when I was a kid because my mom was like, oh, yeah, like, less video games and stuff. Like Video games are the devil. Like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Just kidding. Pretty much, though. Like, and eventually, like, my, my uncle wanted to give me a PS2, and that was when the PS2 was already, like, seven, eight years old or something. Uh-huh. Um, and he had to, like, convince my mom to let him give it to me for Christmas one year. So, And so I played, like, NCAA football, and I played SSX Tricky, and Casey played SSX Tricky as well, and we had a – you were playing the devil games. We I was playing the wholesome games like, you know, Doom. And <laughs> <laughs> we had Casey. Casey played me and Scott because me and Scott would always fight over which one of us was best. And he smoked both of us. So. Awesome. I am the ultimate SSX player, actually, like the original OG SSX Tricky. Is that snowboarding or skateboarding? That's a snowboarding. snowboarding. Okay, that's and you have like the random players from all over the world. And yeah, I freaking dominate that game. But awesome. actually, your little brother has like picked up speed yeah i'm not gonna sure, i'm gonna I bleep haven't. out his name sorry he is really <laughs> good he is a minor oh that one <laughs> actually yeah we were listening to a podcast and some like the author's name is secret so it's my dad wrote a porno and right. nobody knows the actual name of the author he just goes by rocky Flintstone. Uh-huh. and one of the hosts goes you mean and it goes <laughs> and they're like you said his name and it was like the biggest thing so yeah your little brother he's got pretty good though i i I played the other day and his scores were pretty good that's awesome but uh yeah you doing good though vince well yeah i'm good yeah it's just it's been so long i just don't remember where to put my feet when we podcast so i just (laughs) had to ask well actually i'm a little bit nervous because we haven't done this in so long and my feet are actually sweating so sorry to your carpet (laughs) yeah so we're in new location new new year 
new podcast is this is this the reboot this feels like a reboot is this a reboot pause rewind play 2.0 so i insert like some sounds <laughs> like we're here again <laughs> reboot <laughs> got it all i feel like this is actually kind of a reboot because it's what's funny is i don't think any of us really wanted it to kind of end when it did because we were like, oh, we love doing this. And then, like, being honest, it's mostly, like, my fault because I no, sold no, my no, house no, no, and no. moved into an RV trailer. There was a lot going on <laughs> Dude, at the time. all of us. There was an earthquake. COVID happened. I got divorced. You sold your house. Yeah, <laughs> I Josh bought a house. Josh bought a house. Oh, my goodness. 2020, 2021 a was a... Dog. Yeah, it was a mess of a year. Yeah, <laughs> it it yeah. made it hard to get together even just once a week. Actually, I think we did some episodes in 2020 because we talked about Nomadland. I think, I, like, I think about it. I think the last one we did might have been Quiet Place Two. Oh, Quiet I, Place Part uh, Two. Hold on. Yeah, because that's the last one that I think we have up. I think that in 2021, we did like a best movies of 2021, and then maybe one more, and then a Quiet Place Part Two. I and think then wrapped it. And then we just kind of all just yeah. So June thirty twenty twenty one was the last time we podcasted. So that I posted an episode, and that was I was having a ton of fun with uh, the design software because I really Uh, liked. Yeah, you're doing some cool stuff over there on the Insta. Yeah, I've got some rad ideas for this one. But anyhow, we're here. I would say this is a comeback, a reboot. Um, We got the band back together. Maybe is that how you call it? So. And it's like we never left. It's like riding a bike. Look at this. We got the banter going. We talked about video games. We dropped (laughs) name. (laughs) Again. I'm going to bleep it out just on purpose every time so nobody knows who it really is this whole time. What? But, yeah. So so what are the chances we're going to be able to do this consistently again now that – like I know know it makes it kind of tough with your your housing situation right now after you sold your house. Like – how much are you going to be up here? You think you'll be sticking around a little longer? <laughs> well, my goal, I was going to talk to you guys about this, so I feel like I'll be put on the spot here. Yeah, maybe this is behind the discussion. scenes that we can talk about later. I would like to podcast at least once a month, to be honest with you, and like make that an actual goal. Because like I was talking, so like this is a personal story, and I'm glad to share it with everyone in the world who listens, like the seven of you, thank you. But um, like straight up, like my therapist asked me like a month ago, like what is something you actually enjoy that you just don't do anymore? I literally, like, as a full-grown man, like, I get emotional. I, like, started crying, and I was like, I miss podcasting with my (laughs) friends. And it was like, he's like, yeah. And it was like, we have a movie podcast, and we used to do it, like, a couple times a month. And now we never do it because I'm a hobo and I live in a trailer. (laughs) And he just, like, he just kind of looked at me. He's like, well, what's stopping you from actually doing it? And I was like, nothing. (laughs) So here we are. Like, truthfully, I would like to do it more often. It's good for my mental health. Good for our friendship. But I don't know, guys. Do you guys want to start doing this once a month again? I would love to. I'd yeah, absolutely. Vince and I to. look at each other, <laughs> give the eyes. It's yes. like that Jack Nicholson, like when he's like, yes. <laughs> yes. Or like the, I think it's a Gandalf. What I'm thinking of. <laughs> I'm thinking of the Jack. I was thinking of the Jack Nicholson one before you even <laughs> said it, where he's like, yes. The big eyes. Yeah. No, I love doing this, and uh, I'd love to start doing it again. It's just a fun excuse to get together, and who, you know. And I mean, whatever. like once a month, especially since I live so much closer now, like. We did it once a month or even a little bit more than that before, and I would still find ways to come down from mm-hmm. about, like, I don't know, it was like 40 minutes yeah. away, and now I'm just like, it's like 15 minutes down the road. Oh, that's not so bad at all. We were pretty addicted to doing this for a while, and I'm glad we were. It's a good addiction to have. Excuse me. But anyhow, 
let's get to what you guys have been watching. What's one thing you've watched in the past maybe month or so since we've been so long that like just has left a mark on you or was something you've thought about afterwards? I'll leave out some of the Oscar stuff because I'll probably talk about some of that a little bit later. But I recently rewatched in preparation for the final season all of Better Call Saul. Ooh. Uh, well, all of what's, what's been released out? so far, right? Seasons one through five. Uh, season six is about to – the first part's going to be released, and then the second part a few months later. Um, and I just love that. It's so good. And there's so many times where the filmmaking and the artistry behind the show itself, not even just the character development and everything that goes along with it, is so good and it just leaves me mind blown like this isn't a spoiler but there's like a there's an episode where they actually do a couple of episodes with intros like this where it shows like a split and it shows like two different characters doing things and it shows them and it kind of tries to mirror each other but in that same way it shows like the differences between what's going on with them and there was one that i noticed that was really really cool where they're going along and they're doing it and there's one where like these characters are kind of growing apart and it shows them both eating dinner at a table where before they had like eaten and they were right next to each other. This one, they're in different rooms and they have these tables that are slanted the exact same way. And I'm like, OK, that's pretty cool. They have like pictures on the wall that are like in the exact same place. And there's even in one, there's like a fish tank. And on the other one, there's like a box of legal files in the exact same place and like the exact same shape. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like this is yeah, so cool. good, like without even trying that hard. So. There's so much in Better Call Saul that I loved, but is this this is like Bob Odenkirk's like real like this like saved his career pretty much right like him playing Saul because I yeah I feel like I've seen I've seen articles and news stuff where it's like Better Call Saul was like an epiphany for Bob Odenkirk or like a savior or something and I was like he's a great actor in general but I watched him when I watched parts of Breaking Bad right like I haven't seen all of it so everyone judge me but I remember he was good so that's awesome yeah I mean like it's. And I just love what he does, right? Like, yeah, uh, Better Call Saul is a good thing for him, but he's doing a lot of other uh, stuff now, too. Did you guys see... Um, Nobody? Nobody. Dude, I did. I, I liked it. I, I really liked it. Yeah, I liked it up until the end. I didn't really like the climax. I don't even remember the climax. It's been, like, a while. I just remember I watched it, and I was like, yeah, I like this. So, mm -hmm. He's great. Bob Bonecrick is, is good. He's a good good actor. Good. Seems like a good guy, too, in general. Yeah. And I'm really glad, because, like, they, they had to stop filming uh, season six of better call Saul partially because he was having like some health problems some heart problems um i think he had a stroke or a heart attack or something something like that yeah where it was like oh man that's really scary but it seemed like he's doing all right now because they're able to finish so and that drops this but, month and that drops uh next month next month so i mean depending on when we release this it's in april Dang, but it's like a like a week by week thing right since it's going to be on amc so what are we going to do without the Breaking Bad universe on TV anymore? They'll it's just been a long time. They're going to make one called Poyos next. Don't you Poyos. know? Could Poyos. you imagine? <laughs> that I don't know. so bloody. Because, I mean, AMC, you know how they do their stuff. Freaking The Walking Dead. Have you seen oh what's happening God. there? I don't even want to talk about The Walking Dead. <laughs> the final season's like three parts, and they're doing like a movie or a spinoff series, and they're doing a trilogy of movies here. Like, just never ends. Everyone, like, I know that there are some people who are still diehard into it. Are there? But I was diehard into it at one point, and I'm freaking like sh hard struggling to get through like any of the but stuff. But you're still watching them. Because I have, so I, I got AMC Plus just recently again, so I could... Because like, Better Call Saul is not on there right now, but then when they start releasing the new episodes, it'll be on there. And I had a couple other things I wanted to watch. 
and The Walking Dead's on there, right? Because it's AMC. And so I'm like, sure, like, why not? It's, I have this. I might as well start using it and watch these things. And so I'm watching it and I'm just struggling yeah, through these that are apparently supposed to be part of this big finals. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. I actually really Same hate thing. that AMC is there. I hate that everyone has their own streaming service now. I'm just going to be that oh, person yeah. and hate on it. No, I think we all do. Because yes. they took Mad Men and they put it on <laughs> AMC and Amazon Prime <laughs> with ads. And like, that's so ridiculous. Like, I'm just not a fan. And Mad Men is the greatest TV of series of all times. So I'll argue that till I'm dead because John Hamm's in it. Handsome John Hamm. Also, Christina Hendricks. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, <laughs> um, uh, what have you been watching? Oh man, I honestly completely forgot about this part of the podcast, so I came completely unprepared for this. <laughs> but I was flipping through my little app, looking at like the movies that I've seen recently, and I think I just have to like shout out the new Jackass movie, Jackass Forever. Was it funny? I'm not kidding, guys. It is the best time I have had in a movie theater in so long. I have not laughed so hard. I I don't even remember the last time I laughed this hard. Maybe Scary Movie 3 when I was a kid. You know, <laughs> like, that's how long it's been that this movie just, like, it is so absolutely ridiculous. And it's just, if you're a Jackass fan, if you grew up with it, like, all of us our age, you know, it's like getting the gang back together and hanging out with the boys again, you know. Um, <clears throat> and we... uh. I was on vacation on a trip out to San Francisco to visit my cousin. It was me, my two cousins, and one of my really good friends from high school. And we just didn't have anything to do one night. So on a whim, we are just like, should we go to the movie? Night before, I think it was, we had seen Uncharted. And it was, eh. And we're just like, all right, well, we got nothing else to do. Headed back down to the movie theater. I'm not kidding. Within the first five minutes of that movie, I was laughing, just gut laughing so hard. And I did not stop till the end of that movie i so highly recommend this this did flick. did they have bam in this one at all no i apparently he uh, didn't pass the drug test or something so yeah. he legally wasn't able to well that's what's crazy is these guys who have been such a huge part of like my childhood and stuff uh-huh. like that like they have so many problems with just you know whether it's substance abuse whatever but like bam was my favorite and the other one who's my favorite, Ryan Dunn, is dead. I know. It's so sad. And did they bring the Dudesons in for it? Like the Finnish, the Finnish jackass crew? Did they bring those guys in? Do I don't think so, no. Uh, those guys are my favorite, too. I just love everything to do with that that crew. I used to watch the Dudesons in Finnish, like the, before they were in English type thing. Uh-huh. I had like these bootleg DVDs. Oh, <sighs> it just it just dropped on streaming. Boom. Um, I can't remember like free which or like one. Able to purchase streaming. I think Paramount free. I think it's now streaming. Like I think it Do was. Do you have Paramount? It was either today no. or yesterday. I it thought dropped, about it so. so I could watch the new Halo series, but okay, there's just uh, not enough that I. I can't justify getting it. Yeah. Well, that's the same. That's what I've been wondering. Is it worth getting? Is it worth buying? Like to get it? I don't know. Right. Like it's just. That's the problem. Like like we were just talking about, right? It's just there's too many. I think everyone like saw this coming, yeah. right? I think too much of a good thing has become a bad thing in my yeah, humble just, opinion. Now we're just waiting to uh, see which ones survive. It's like survival of the fittest. Until they give up and sell off their library, right? Uh, yeah, let's hope. I'm going to watch the Halo show, though. It, I think it dropped today, right? Yeah, the yeah. first one dropped today. So I've I'll seen... Probably... 
kind of mixed. Like people are like, it's good, it's interesting, because people are like, it's a really interesting take on Master Chief and mm. what's going on. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes. John one one seven, you mean? Exactly. This is one I've been waiting for <laughs> decades. So it I looks so good. One. Like yeah. says, even if it's like the story or whatever doesn't super stay true, or the fans don't like it, like. Either way, it's been produced and it looks mm-hmm. like at least special effects, like um, and visually, that it's gonna be gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Who's the who's the director that. producer of it? It's not Ridley Scott, right? Because if it was Ridley Scott, it'd be amazing. No, I have no idea. I, it had such a messy production too. I think there was famous people on, then they left, and then showrunners were on again, and then they left. Like it's been all over the place. Yeah. If it comes together, I'll be really impressed. But I'm going in just like you said to look at it. If yeah, they make, it's interesting. If they make it look cool, then I'm excited. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, well, I guess I might have to commit and get Paramount Plus. Maybe, maybe I'll do like a free trial or something. I don't know. Whatever's available. Um, right, you case. I recently I watched Raised by Wolves two. Ooh, I haven't watched season two yet. And damn, it was really good. And I, I don't know how else to say about that, like other than it was very well done, very well put together. And somehow it left me wanting more, which is great. Uh, the guy who plays Ragnar Lothbrook is one of the leads. Also, there's like this whole, sorry, that was really gross. I burped. And, uh, anyhow, but yeah, it's just, it's just like one of those things like Ridley Scott is building out his world and I'm excited. I, I'm curious if these are connected to like, the alien films in any way because of some of the stuff that's happened but i i, I don't know yet so it's it's different it does it, specifically yes and then i watched a movie that i'm super in love with that i'm a few years late on called the place beyond the pines um and that's a great movie like I, that's that's all i have to say about it it was great and uh those those are those are just some of what i've been watching outside of watching youtube and so <laughs> other than that nothing too crazy so uh all right well let's get going on the episode then let's let's talk about the oscars uh vince how do you feel about the oscars they're coming up on sunday you excited yeah i am pumped i've been doing like i i have stopped watching really tv shows well i watched c i, I saw season two of c but that's like the last tv show that i like sat down and watched because i was every chance that i get I'm either trying to watch a Oscar movie or I'm playing the new Elden Ring game. So I got no time, no time to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm hyped for it. Like we got a little party going on on Sunday over at my sister's place. Our work has a little Oscar ballot going. Um, I've almost watched everything. I'm getting real close. I gotta. I should go get my piece of paper and I'll show you all the red X's that I have on everything. I've got all the important stuff done. I haven't gotten to the uh, documentary and shorts yet because they're kind of hard to come by. But so all of like the best picture nominations, you've seen all of them. Yep, saw the best pictures. There you go. You got to carry both of us because I've seen I've seen a decent amount, especially over the last couple weeks. I've been trying to watch a lot of the stuff, especially as we get up. Depending on because I've listened to, like a couple other podcasts and like, oh, these are the ones I really liked, or these are what we think we should win. And so I've tried to watch like sort of the best of those. But there's still quite a few that I'm I still have to get around on. to the movies that the uh, Best Actress nominees are, are in. So, like, Parallel Mothers I haven't seen. Um, the Tammy Faye one. I saw Tammy Faye a couple nights ago. Oh, nice. Ago. Actually, I really enjoyed it. 
but there's a couple of those ones I haven't seen. I saw all of the best picture or all of the best actor movies. Um, I I've just I've seen a lot. I've, I've just been digging in. I want to get them all in before Sunday. So sheesh, we'll see if Phil end up happening i have a couple more i'm trying to get in before sunday but i definitely i still probably wouldn't even get to all of the best picture ones but yeah at least get those i'm trying man it's just a <laughs> lot of them is the hard one gotta pay for belfast you just have to you just like buy it on amazon or I mean, something it's like six bucks on okay amazon. not too nice. bad we watched that one last night actually cool i really want to watch that one actually so i probably should get it I'm going to be honest with everyone right now. I am the worst person to have this podcast with. <laughs> I literally moved into my trailer and became a hermit in some ways. I haven't watched as much TV or movies as I – well, I've watched a lot of TV. I can't say that. Uh-huh. But not enough movies, I would say. So I have opinions on things, but I think I'm actually going to ask you guys and lean on you guys a little bit to make the decision, you know. But Vince has got – he's got a set up today. He's got, like, the TV, his iPad connected to the TV – We'll and we all the ballot up on the TV so we can yeah. all see it. So we can make our decisions. Do we want to like start like towards the? I don't want to call it less important because it's not. But you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. start maybe towards like the start bottom down right here towards the shorts or something. And then we move towards best picture. Do best picture last. Talking about what we think. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. I won't lie. Um, short film, live action, short film, animated. I've seen. Uh, zero. Yeah, me neither. So, so <laughs> I, the thing is, it's sad because last year I saw a lot of the ones they did. Like, um, what was it? Hair Love, I mm-hmm. think, was one of them. I watched that. I watched, like, the Disney ones that they had in there for, like, the animated ones. I watched a few of the short films, and I always love them. Yeah, so. the one about the dog and the cat. Yeah. But this year they're like, you can't find them. Like, I think either this morning or yesterday they one of them finally popped up on uh, Netflix. I think it's Robin Robin. Yeah. If I remember right. So that's on my list. But, but like, none of these. Short film, uh, animated, live action, documentary, short subject. Like, these are all very hard to see right now. Um, Audible just dropped on Netflix. So you can see that one now. Three Songs of Benazir just dropped on Netflix as well. So you can see that one right now. Other than that, all the rest of these, I don't know where to find them. Interesting. Well, I haven't really looked hard, but I think you got to pay to see them. So, so we'll we'll probably just skip over those. Cool. And move on to jump into. Sorry to with- all those other shows. You were not important enough, I guess, but important <laughs> enough for <laughs> us to not look at. So should we just start at vi- visual effects then? VFX. And we all know who's winning this one. Free guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, guys, I right. haven't watched the All rest right, of this, but I have an opinion. <laughs> All right, let's hear the opinion. Casey, if you're thinking about visual effects in movies, then you've got... Are, yeah. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Okay. You got Dune, Free Guy, No Time to Die, Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings, and Spider-Man No Way Home. When you think about those movies, and I don't know which ones you've seen, what comes to your mind as far as which would have the best visual effects? Also, I want to know which ones you've seen. Yeah, that's I true. have seen Dune... The first five minutes of Free Guy, none, and Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay, so you did see uh, Spider-Man? Yeah, I did. Okay. I did. And it was excellent. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm going to go with Dune. I feel like that should be the forerunner. I'm right there with you. Dune all the way for visual effects on this one. Like, uh, I think that it is a far, far beyond what all of the rest of these movies did. Free Guy was a mess. <laughs> Shang-Chi and Spider-Man 
kind of just has that fake feel to it but there's something about dune it just it, it felt real it felt and it was so big and it fit in with the aesthetic of the movie right mm-hmm. so yeah i um i agree dune and i think that's why it's kind of like the forerunner from what i've seen i've like when i was making my picks and stuff i went there were a couple times i'm like no i think that this will win and i like pick it or whatever uh-huh. but a lot of times i went on and they have like betting websites right where people bet mm-hmm. on the oscars and stuff and so i i'm pretty sure that this one was one that i saw that was like a pretty clear like yeah, front runner it. saying oh yeah dune is gonna Okay, what I'm going to do is... I think that Dune will take everything. I just want to say that. Like, Dune deserves every award it's nominated for and here for. I love Dune so much. Like, everyone's like, it's so long. I'm like, but do you remember the garbage film we had to put up with back in the day? Is that David Lynch film? But, like, after seeing a good Dune film, I'm not going to stand up for the old one anymore. You stood up for that? I used to think it was fine. (laughs) I I knew it was trash. I saw that one way too far, like, late in in life. Because I went back and watched this, and I was just like, this is... This is not fun for me. Like, I know it's dated, but this is even for a dated movie, it, I'm out. It was bad, and I, I can acknowledge that now. I can so acknowledge it. So what I'm going to do here is we're going to have at the end of this, we're going to have an official Pause Rewind Play podcast ballot. Love so it. So what we got to do, if we have differing dis- opinions on the movie, we got to argue it out and decide which one we're going to We have to pick one, vote. and we're we'll going to vote. pick it, and it, then on Sunday we'll see how well we did as a group, okay? Okay. I actually right. love this I'm, I'm down to compare it to – the ones we have from work and stuff. Yeah, See yeah, how yeah. it goes. See how we do. I like it. Okay, so visual effects. We're going Dune. Put it on the board. Moving forward. Okay, so I haven't – I've only watched Dune on this next one, but I've heard The Tragedy of Macbeth, which I believe was just released on Apple TV+, Plus, right? So first off, the next one is production design. Oh, sorry. I w- jumped ahead here without giving any descriptions. <laughs> <laughs> um, and nominees are Dune, Nightmare Alley, the Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. And yeah, Tragedy of Macbeth was uh, an Apple TV movie. It was, right? I've heard great things about it. And it also goes with one of the movies I've been wanting to watch for so long, which is The Seventh Seal, um, which is a Swedish film. But it has a lot of calls between the two, like a lot of similarities, I guess. So that's what I've heard, at least. So, but... Sorry, yeah. I, have, I have a pug in the room. If you hear some weird noises. <laughs> those are not farts. Those, <laughs> are his, those are his actual breaths of life. Or they're his farts. Okay, I want to know your guys' opinion on, on this one, though, since I haven't seen very much of any of this. Um, I won't lie. So I haven't seen uh, West Side Story. I know it's super accessible, and it's available for me to view if I want it. I have not seen it. Um, I've seen stuff about it and obviously like commercials and stuff like that and it seems like for what it is especially with like a very like a new age telling of an old like broadway musical type of show that they do a very good job with everything that they have as far as like the sets and like everything that's going on with that and it looks very cool and it looks very you know old school because it's in like it's like new york right Mm -hmm. like I get. I would just be afraid to like say that, and they're like, "What the? Like, it's in Chicago. Like, you freaking crazy person." Like, I watched this the other night, and now you put me on the spot, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's New it, York. Yeah, cause it's, <laughs> it's, the, it's the, the Jets West Side. versus the Ro- yeah the sharks. Sharks. <laughs> See, and we it's like the know Puerto Rican gang versus the yeah the 
Yeah, they're American. So, it, yeah, yeah, it's New York. Yeah. Um, and so that looks very good. I don't think that it's going to win with Dune having the production design that it does. I'm just saying I want to, like, even without me seeing that, I know that the production design that went into that is very good. Well, it's, um, it's kind of interesting. Sorry, I'm just kind of looking at, like, those, the ratings here, right? You got Rotten Tomatoes and what's the other they're one? They're both on? Rotten Tomatoes. It's the critic and the audience score. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was like, I feel like that's the audience score. Um, but anyhow, like, it's it's interesting to see the difference in critics versus audience and some things where the, audi- the, the critics were lower and the audience was higher. That's pretty standard, I feel like, though. Yeah. But anyhow, like, sorry I interrupted, but I thought that was no, fascinating. That's um, good. All of these movies honestly had amazing production design. Nightmare Alley looked beautiful. The costuming was awesome. The sets were just really cool. The just, it was really good. Tragedy and Macbeth, like you were talking about, just has a look to it. It's black and white, and the just the sets that they built for that, and it's so simple, but they did so much with so little. Power of the Dog was beautiful, but I I gotta say, Dune's just. I think Dune's just gonna sweep these type of <laughs> oh these type of like like these I mean I don't want to move too fast or anything but we picked Dune there like we move on to the next one is Sound Sound the nominees are Belfast Dune No Time to Die The Power of the Dog West Side Story and I think it's in I mean like you say if you think you're it's different I think that Dune takes this one as well mm-hmm. I think that maybe like obviously because when you get into the the other like the upper categories right like there's no you know actor actors from dune up there um is the director from dune nominated i don't think so no yeah that's like the biggest snub in my opinion (laughs) the entire oscar 2022 oscars but as far as as far as visual effects sound production design like these things that make what a lot of people consider like because a lot of like big blockbuster movies, these are what a lot of them rely on these days. Like Dune, made like a next level mm-hmm. version of it. Hundred percent agree. What do you guys think about No Time to Die? I heard it had some pretty good sound effects. Do you think the sound was good? Do you think it was just meh? I think the sound was great. Um, like I think I still think I would pick Dune. I do think of a couple of times where I was kind of like blown away, especially because uh, we went and saw. Um, no time to die in the theater. Was that your first time seeing it? Yeah. When we saw yeah, it with our company, yeah. um, I like. I think of like that first. Um, I don't remember if it was the first first scene, but like near the beginning where they're out in like the house in the mm-hmm. snow, and she, you know, not really. It's at the very beginning of the movie, so she goes out on the lake, and there's like the cracking of the ice and stuff, and then when they like, oh, I'm getting. I'm getting James Bond films mixed up. I was about to say like when they go out on that island and stuff like that. But <laughs> no, but there's like. There's a lot of good stuff with the okay. sound in it, and but you, but you think Dune stands apart from everything yeah, else? Yeah, there's there's nothing in any of those movies that really stood out to me, and it like that I can think of off the top of my head. But I think of Dune, and I think of like that noise that that like clicking noise that they use with uh, the fat like Harkonnen guy. Yeah, he's like floating around. It's like that that kind of clicking whenever his floating thing goes on. Little things like that. There's just like makes. Dune really just stand out. Stellan Skarsgård did so good in that, in my opinion. Though he's mm-hmm. the he's the oh, he did, he did guy. incredible, he's outstanding. Dune, it is on uh, sound, then guys. Yeah, uh, we're, we're we're team Dune tonight. I'm okay. here for it. All right. Well, then, so now we get to we'll do one without Dune before we have to go <laughs> back to it. Uh, best original song, and the nominees are "Be Alive" from King Richard, "Dos Oruguitas" from Encanto, 
Down to Joy from Belfast, No Time to Die from No Time to Die by Billie Eilish, Somehow You Do uh, from Four Good Days. This is the first one, well, not the, I guess the first one from our list as we're going through it that, um, because I filled this out for our work thing that we're doing. This is the first one going, you know, going backwards because I have a few on the list. This is the first one that I am split oh. on because from what I've seen, a lot of people are very, very, and I still, I love it, right? Are very fond of No Time to Die, right? Billie Eilish, and it's an incredible song, and it just, you know, that whole intro scene that you always have in the James Bond films um, with it going through all of those animations being very, very cool. I feel like it fits the aesthetic very well. I feel like the sound is perfect for it. I really liked it. I love Dos Oruguitas. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Like, doesn't that mean like two crickets? It means two. Uh, Oruguitas means caterpillars. Cat caterpillars. And in the song though, they say Dos Oruguitas and eventually gets to the part where they say, um, mariposas, which is oh, which is butterflies. Okay, so it talks about both in it, and I loved it. And it, it kind of splits it up while it's in the movie because it talks about the caterpillars, and then you know, huge part of the movie happens, and then it talks about the butterflies. Like obviously, everything else going on in the movie was really really good, and kind of made me cry at that part. A huge part was this song. Yeah. I love this song so so much from Encanto. So a lot of people are saying No Die is gonna take it. I'm down. I like Billie Eilish. Like, if that wins, I'll still be okay with it. But I would love Dos Oruguitas to I, win Best I'm right Original there with Song. You. That Encanto song. Make, it, I, did you hear that they're going to play uh, the Bruno song at the Oscars? Instead of this? Yeah. Just, I get it's so popular, but it's because three-year-olds like it. And yeah. it's like, okay, it, I get it. It's annoying. That song is annoying. It's, it's stuck in your head forever, and it just makes my day miserable. I, instead I, of like not just like as an extra no I think, instead of I think it rumor is they're opening with the bruno song boo so i saw uh the one of my friends is from colombia and she had me pull up this the music video to the song on youtube before i ever saw Encanto. and even just standing on its low uh, on its own this the song's beautiful it's touching Especially... it's tear jerking it's it's fantastic so <clears throat> i'm still if we're talking about our work thing i've still betting everything on those already there you go i did like, the split but i i get it i get why you're doing it no time to die is it's a james bond song it's great but i just i couldn't believe how touched i was by this song of, in Encanto. Yeah. I also know this song at least so i can say yes that that's the one i would vote for <laughs> i say we vote for that okay. one then Check Mark Dos Oruguitas. All right, back to Dune. I mean, <laughs> back to original score. Vids. Yeah, so uh, nominations are Don't Look Up, Dune, Encanto, Parallel Mothers, and The Power of the Dog. Okay. I picked Dune, but I love the Don't Look Up score. The, all of the songs from it. Um, especially, I forget what it's called, but the end credit song, it's, um, by Bon Iver. I think it is. I can probably find it real quick cause I have the music saved, but so much of the don't look up score is really, really good. And I'll probably not talk about don't look up a little bit later because I thought there was, I really, really liked don't look up, but the score was one of my favorite things for it. 
I didn't pick it. I didn't split it or anything because I thought that the the music from Dune was so much more integral to the film, and it was really really big, and it was really really nice. And I love like I it was I also really have big. multiple songs from Dune in like soundtracks that I like listen to like while I'm working and stuff. Is really really good. Encanto, good things, bad things. So. There's a few songs from Encanto that I really, really love. There's other ones that are annoying, and there's other ones that I'm like, this doesn't even make sense. Whatever. Sorry, Lynn, my mom Miranda, and Encanto lovers. I feel like Encanto, as far as it goes between anything else, is, is, is a children's movie, first off. And it has a lot of – the idea behind it is to be catchy and to be engaging, right, to keep young audience attentive, right, or in, in, in the right moment of all of that, right? And so – I feel like Encanto for me, because I've listened to Dune, Encanto, and I started listening. I think there might have been some stuff from Parallel Mothers I listened to. I don't remember, but I, I actually have heard Parallel Mothers as something I should watch. But anyhow, I'm I think that Dune, because of the way that the sound was, is just so powerful. When I watched, I felt that soundtrack, yeah. and like I watched it, and my my parents like invested in like a nice little like TV room downstairs. And so like, it was like going off the sound bar, like in the system. And it was like, I was like, this is beautiful and all sounds. So I I'm for Dune, but Encanto is fun, but I don't think it deserves to win. I have nothing to add. I will also vote for Dune. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Right. Okay. Get that added. A few of these next ones, we can probably maybe kind of blow through them. There's a few that we can probably do pretty fast. Um, makeup and hairstyling. Oh, no, this one, this one, I want to debate a little bit. You want to debate this one a well, little bit? I, I, if, I don't have strong opinions on it. Okay. I've just seen, and it's kind of the same as like. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's the no, no. It is makeup and hairstyling. Makeup and hairstyling. So, so I've Isaac seen. Tammy Faye, yes. Coming sorry. to America, House of Gucci. All three of those movies have pretty incredible um, makeup. And hairstyling because like they they transform people jared leto became a completely different person he was unrecognizable in house of Gucci. i literally don't recognize jessica chastain like jessica chastain. i've looked it up I multiple times and tried to see and i'm like i don't see it still i'm like i can't i don't understand it there were some angles when i was watching it see, like, i didn't watch looking, the movies yeah, i've just seen stills straight on she looks like a completely different person there were some angles where she would turn her her head where you didn't see the wider cheeks kind of that you could kind of be like oh yeah i can i can see it a little bit you know Mm -hmm. but she still became a completely different person from the way that she acted to the way that she looked also uh andrew garfield in that look in that one looked absolutely great and coming to america had um some really really good stuff going too like i really love the costume design in that movie too actually like the kind of the african aesthetic kind of reminded me of watching um Black Panther for the first time, just just very different than what we're used to. Yeah. But that's costume design is a completely different thing. But they did uh, change Eddie Murphy and uh, to be a completely different person a couple of times, like the the barbershop characters. So then there's Cruella that uh, definitely is is in the conversation. Like um, they made uh, Emma Stone look absolutely beautiful. Dune, they did some crazy stuff with uh, Skarsgård. As Harkonnen, like, yeah. put him in that fat suit, floated him around, looked absolutely awesome. I think this is a really, really hard category to choose from. Well, and not only, like, with Dune, like, I want to harp on Dune for a minute because it was obviously, like, I, I watched sections of House of Gucci, 
Cruella, right? That's the one. That's a Disney one, right? Like the 101 Dalmatians yeah, type yeah. one, right? And that was fine. But like, not only did they like do stuff with Stella and Scarlet Card, but each character, some of them had like different traits and like the way that they portrayed them in the desert versus like when they're all like House of Trades when they're just like all posh and whatever, how they've changed them and evolved them. And so the characters evolve over the span of the film. And then the desert folk, amazing. So I don't know, like it's hard to say for me without having seen the rest of them. Like I honestly feel like House of Gucci was so transformable as well. Like I know that the is it the eyes of Tammy Faye is the one with Jessica Chastain, right? Mm-hmm. And you're right, that doesn't look like her at all. So I don't know what do you guys yeah. think. Um, I picked the eyes of Tammy Faye on mine, and the biggest reason I picked it was because it usually seems like the Oscars usually tend to air on that side of transforming people into unrecognizable people. Mm-hmm. Vice won um, makeup and hairstyling the year that it was in there for making Christian Bale look like Dick Cheney. Um, and so that's just why I think that that's probably going to be the one that wins. But I definitely, like, I never really thought as much about the other arguments until now. But I agree that if the Oscars were in the way they were, I think it would probably, the other ones would have maybe a better chance. But I could be wrong. We could get to Sunday and cruella or dune or another yeah, one takes it could it. be any of these in my opinion but i also would lean towards eyes of tammy faye okay i i really have no idea it'll that'll be a fun one to see well, let's yeah. go with the that, eyes of tammy faye as a thing because that's what the both of you said right yeah so i yeah. think that's two out of three okay cool we gotta do all right moving on next is costume design <clears throat> we got cruella um serrano was that it mm-hmm. Dune, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. Um, I'd like to abstain from this one because I don't have any other opinion besides <laughs> Dune. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm split. Cruella. Mm-hmm. Are you split? Good is argument. Cruella one of the ones that you're split yep. on? Cruella is a big part of it, right? Because obviously, not only are the costume design, is the costumes for both. Emma Stone and all of the other characters in it really good. They're also in this extremely integral to the story, right? Because Cruella is all about that fashion designing sort of style and life with what's going on, right? And so it's not only like, okay, these costumes are cool and they make it all extravagant, but they're central to the story with what's going on. So um, I'm kind of split with Cruella and Dune. Um, is that the other one you're split on, Vince? No, I put oh, Nightmare really? Alley, honestly. See, I haven't seen Nightmare Alley, and so that could be part of it. I was split with Dune because I feel like the costumes are really good and put you in that sort of otherworldly yeah. like That's like exactly. place, but it didn't detract from like it didn't it wasn't too far that you're like what's yeah. going on so that, that's kind of my argument with nightmare alley too is it it really felt like transported you to that time period mm-hmm. you know it just everything was just so spot on to the from the circus and the people the 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 costumes that the circus people wore to getting to the fancy like he moves into you know later in the story he moves into this like fancy hotel and you're just like it just transports you like you said into this world I don't know anything about costume design, so I really have no idea. If I had to choose, I think I would lean towards Cruella for all the reasons you said. It's about high fashion. I just assume and I think maybe about high fashion is going to win <laughs> costume design. I don't know. I mean, if we're both split on it, but Cruella was one of the ones we were both split on, I think we just got to pick it then. You had that one, Casey? I'm with Cruella. Because you guys both said Dune, too. 
Oh, did you? I abstained from this because I said I have oh, nothing well, to say right. other Sorry, than Dune. Last time you said Dune. <laughs> but I, I feel like from what I've seen of Cruella, like it was a very transformative experience, and it, the the costume is designed to take you through the story, right? And and to be honest with you, sure, Dune has great great stuff in it, and I don't know actually Nightmare Alley. I I looked it up while you guys were talking. It looks very good. Um, and it looks like it's it's a it's a period time piece, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like Cruella with the high fashion and the changing of everything would probably be the best bet because they are showing a transformational story, right? With that, and it's very well. So I don't know. Okay, we'll talk Let's more about that. it later. But like, what's like your three second thoughts on Nightmare Alley, Vince? Oh, Enjoyed I or not? really liked it. Um, that's I've just heard like very mixed things, and it makes me sad because I like love like Bradley Cooper. And yeah, freaking like. I uh, yeah I liked it. Uh, it's been a long time since I watched it. I watched it right when it dropped on HBO. So a lot mm. of these movies that's they're not fresh on my mind anymore. Yeah. Um, but this story was really interesting. It was beautiful to look at. Uh, yeah, I'd I'd have to we'd have I'd have to have a rewatch before I get into any details. Okay. But I would definitely recommend it. That's like, good. It's I was just wondering because really I've like heard like some people are like yeah it's good and then other people are like oh dude it's not good at all like don't really? watch it and so I've been like oh man because if it isn't good because I feel like it'll th- probably be somewhere in the middle I think like I would it. be bummed I think because I'm like, like oh, it's it the way that the story all comes together at the end is really I'm it's all, good I'm all about that yeah. so check it out film editing with the categories or the people or the nominees that's the word <laughs> uh, the nominees are don't look up Dune King Richard Power of the Dog Tick, tick, boom. So this is a tough one. Yeah, I, I am split on this one too. I'm leaning towards Dune, and don't look up. I picked Dune as like my singular one, but don't look up and King Richard were both right there. King Richard was really well. Sh- the way that they cut those tennis. The matches, the way that they really, cut the really matches, the way that they cut the interviews, and the way that they did everything to look not only like real footage that has happened in the past, but also to just give you the feeling of, you know, of Richard Williams, right, and everything that was going on with that. And obviously, we'll talk about it later. But the amazing job that Will Smith did it, that Will Smith did in this movie. Like, the way that they pieced it together I thought was really good as well. I didn't pick it, but I thought that, like, when I saw that it was in this category, I was like, yes. Like, I really – I'm glad that it at least gets the recognition of the nomination. Yeah, and we'll see what happens. I was really impressed with Tick, Tick, Boom's editing too. First, I, I This is another one that I'm kind of – I wish I was better able to recognize, you know, whether it was well done or not. But I just – I remember watching Tick, Tick, Boom and being – and noticing the way that they were cutting things into it, cutting – VHS style movies into the thing, you know that that kind of stuff. It was it was kind of yeah. cool. And Kate will be super mad at me, but I still haven't seen it, so because he loves it. Oh, yeah, check it out. It was really good. I actually really enjoyed that one too. It's on Netflix, right? This year was really good for nominations. Honestly, there's only been a couple of movies that I that I wouldn't recommend. Not that I wouldn't recommend that just weren't that right. didn't work for me. So I feel you. Understand? Um, Casey, you got a you got an opinion? The only Did movie you guys I, see? I watched on here was Dune. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see Don't Look Up. No. Did you see Don't Look Up? Yeah, Vince. Yeah. Okay. And I that's that's when I'm like split on was oh. Don't Look Up was another one right. that, that 
that I noticed oh, yeah. the editing because it was like popping up like animal scenes or you know like exactly clips of animals and stuff. and like when they do like the different montages that yeah, happen yeah. during it as well. That's obviously like a big part of it. And yeah, there's just a lot of stuff that went into it that I really really liked. Mm-hmm. Obviously, well, it's the only best picture nominee with like a rotten score on Rotten Tomatoes. A large part due to it being a very politically political. divisive issue that it talks about. Because this is that Leonardo DiCaprio film, right? Yes. That was on Netflix. <sighs> well, what do you guys think? I, 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 Like I said, I'm a weak link in today's episode, <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I just wanted to record. So, like, what do you guys think? Really? I pick Dune. Okay. I think that was like <laughs> all of us mentioned it at least a little bit. So. That's where I'm on. Yeah. That's where all I'm about it. Cinematography. My and the nominees are Dune. Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. Vince. So another one I'm split on. I want to hear which two. But if I had to choose one, I would would go Dune. I was just so blown away by everything they did in that movie. It was just this grand scale of, you know, sci-fi that I've never seen well, I guess I saw it in the 80s, but poorly done. <laughs> but I don't know. The Just the cinematography of Dune was just the way he shot things was so just, like, meticulous, just, like, thought out, just well, well done. Same uh, cinematographer that did the Batman, by the way, which makes sense, right? Because <laughs> yes. that one looks amazing. So I'm split between Dune and Nightmare Alley because Nightmare Alley had a couple of shots um, that – I. I mean, Power of the Dog even did this to me a couple of times where I was I watched both of those movies by myself and Nightmare Alley specifically, there was a shot of the circus from a distance looking across a field with this giant Ferris wheel set in this time period that I audibly to myself sitting on my couch went, Oh wow. You know, just like beautifully, beautifully shot both of these movies. So if I had to choose one, I'd lean towards Dune, but Nightmare Alley was it was it's up there with me for just like a fun movie to look at. Again, I haven't seen um, Nightmare Alley, and I haven't seen The Tragedy of Macbeth, but obviously cinematography, when a film goes for that black and white aesthetic for the whole thing, that's obviously a very big part of it, so I recognize. Tragedy of Macbeth did it much better than Belfast did, I think. Oh, yeah? Could have been the TVs that I saw it on. Maybe it was just one was better than the other and just balanced better. I don't know, but I just... Tragedy of Macbeth just looked so good when i watched it and i didn't feel that way with the black and white stuff in belfast and i feel like that was as sad as it is like the main things with the tragedy of Macbeth because it's you know always like a, a classic tale and it can be told and done a lot of different ways i feel like sadly from what i've seen it seems like the cinematography and then like the performances of denzel washington and francis mcdormand were really like what stood out and yeah. then everything else was kind of like so so from what i've heard about i just film, i don't know don't know Shakespeare Mm -hmm. and I have a hard time keeping up with it if my my dumb dumb brain so (laughs) (laughs) they talk funny they talk different than me and it makes it hard for me to keep up iambic pentameter (laughs) remember that from the old days Uh, I'm split on cinematography as well between Dune and the power of the dog we'll get in my thoughts on the power of the dog a little bit later but the cinematography was absolutely mind-blowing. I definitely have those moments, Vince, where I was watching it and they're riding from one town to another or they're out in the field on their horses and I'm just like, 
I'm like, Montana, like (laughs) who would have freaking thought and the lighting they do with it. And uh, when he's like in the Grove and he's like taking his bath and the, and like, it's just, it's, it's beautifully shot. And I love the power of the dog. Um, he had a couple of drone shots in that one too. I was just like, Whoa, I want to do that with my drone. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And you're like, I can do that here. More expensive drone real bad. (laughs) And then Dune, I mean, you said it all. So, case, uh, I love Dune so much. <laughs> I would, Check. I would stake everything on Dune. I, I really felt like I was going with them wherever they would go. Like it wasn't just like, like it's not like, it's not anything over the top, but it was at the same time. I think is a good way to put it. It made me want to know more about the world of it with what they showed us. So. The world of Dune is huge and massive, and I think there's more opportunities for us there. Well, with us picking best cinematography and best sound, I think that we'd all agree, and I'm pretty sure it was you who told me, Vince, to like make sure like Dune is that IMAX movie, yeah. right? Yeah. That's made for that sort of experience. Mm-hmm. The huge screen, seeing those visuals, the huge sound. Mm-hmm. So, Okay, um, international feature film. Nominations are Drive My Car, Flea, the Hand of God, Lunana, a, a Yak in the Classroom, and The Worst Person in the World. So I'm like driven absolutely nuts because when we get here, I usually watch all of these international films. And they're like my like thing that I'm like, yeah, I'm so cool. I watch foreign films. I know none of these films <laughs> this year, actually. Like I was like, yeah, I've seen these. I've heard Drive My Car is good as well as... <clears throat> That's it. Vince and I are about to get in a fight. It's been coming. <laughs> really? I'm so excited now. So let's let's start with the, the latter three first off. Worst okay. person in the world, Lunana, and the Hand of God. I have not seen any of those ones. I heard the worst person in the world is really good. It's just not available without purchasing, so I have not gotten around to it yet. Yep. I haven't seen any of those, and it's on my list to watch. I, one of the ones I want to watch before Sunday is Flea. Flea is really good. Which is the animated... It's also nominated for Best Animated Picture, right? It's about the the refugee... Uh Uh-huh. It's about a guy from Afghanistan, Pakistan, or Or Iraq. I can't remember. It's been a minute since I saw it. In the Middle East. It's his story of fleeing the country. That's Um, a real story. It's a real story. Uh, They did it animated because he wanted to protect his identity. And it's it's, uh, absolutely... Yeah, it's it's really well animated. I don't know if I would give it the animated the best animated movie personally, but that I deserves really to liked be there. how it was animated and the story is so interesting and sad and this poor guy what he had to go through. I'm excited. But to see he it. seems to yeah, it ends with a happy ending. So um, it's it's a great movie. Now I just want to like blitz watch all of these. Um, to be honest with you, you can skip drive my car. No that's a pile of trash. <laughs> drive my car is. Great. Why 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 do you guys feel this? I, I actually really want to know. Like Josh, why is Drive My Car great? Drive My Car is great because it is an extremely character and motion driven movie. I told Vince that I would not argue with the runtime, right? The runtime for this movie is three hours. And I've seen a lot of reviews where people are like, oh my goodness, it enthralls me. It flies by. It does not, okay? This movie is three hours, and it is a slow, So you feel every minute of the three hours. You definitely do. I will say that. I'm not saying that, like, because I know that a lot of people, like, love, love Drive My Car, right? A lot. 
I don't think I'm at that level, especially like with where the bar has been set for a lot of films recently. Like, especially if we look at um, international films that have made it into the best picture chase, this is like nowhere near Parasite for me, like nothing. Right. Well, this so is I'm a not... Japanese film, right? Versus a Korean film for one. Uh, kind of. It's both because it's, um, cause I really get like all the languages mixed up, but I know that he, the main character is, well, the, the language on the film is, is noted in Japanese, but do okay. they speak multiple languages in the film? Is this a multilingual film on top of yes. that? Yes. So that's, like, actually a huge part of the film okay. is this – he's, um, he's like, a actor and, like, director of stage performances of films that are produced in multiple languages. Okay. So, like, each person, like, in – not film, sorry, plays. So each person in the play is, like, speaking their native tongue, even though it's for – like the whole play and then they have like a screen that like shows multiple things well, that's like actually extremely cool scene yeah to me actually and so, so that's why i was like uh because i think he's probably i think he's japanese and he goes to korea to direct this i fell play. asleep three times in this movie so i don't remember <laughs> so you are a bad reference for this uh, John, but I, just to be let fair, me say my thing real yes quick. yes of course I, I won't talk crap on this movie because i understand why people like it there were moments in it that I really that enthralled me, that I really sucked me in. Like there was even just like scenes of two acting partners that were just playing out a scene of the play that he's doing. That I was just like, wow, this is this is really well done. Like I was just like interested in the play that they were doing within the movie. But it's like you just added ten minutes to this already three hour movie referencing the it's a it's based like the story is based on the play that they're actually doing in the movie right that's the whole idea is yeah. like this everything that's happening in this guy's life is kind of like what's happening like roughly, in the yeah. play kind of idea from what i've heard just to reference just 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 so you know the opening credits of this movie is 40 minutes into the movie itself that's true and that was the moment where i was like oh no <laughs> Really, <laughs> but the thing is, I, I, I don't. I'm not gonna say like I enjoyed that because I was definitely taken aback too when I started the, saw the credits. It was at like, like a lot of movies don't do this. It was at like a pivotal moment of his life, right? Like even though the first 40 minutes is like it's crazy because the first 40 minutes is like an intro to the movie, like setting the stage. It's like the exposition sort yeah. of, right? It's like that's why they did it where it is because even though it took mm -hmm. 40 minutes, it's like that was like the forefront to like yeah. set up what Everything is going on in the picture and what's going to go on between the two main characters. So this yeah. begs the question to me then, have we been just fed a different way to do movies and this is just their way of doing it and it's different? I don't know that this is actually the way they do it in, in Asia, right, or in Japan or whatever. But is it just like a different setup that was good, but because of the way it was and the way we're conditioned to watch movies, did it make it worse? That's I guess that's my question. I feel like it, it kind of pushes the limit. Like for a movie that's three hours, 40 minutes in, the credits is still a bit like long into the movie. But like obviously if you have like a two-hour movie and the credits are 40 minutes in, you're like almost halfway over. So I feel like it pushed the limit. Mm -hmm. But like I wasn't like too mad with See, it. See, like, my where problem it with it was – I, I knew nothing about the movie going in. I just hit play. I knew it was three hours long. I knew people loved it. Let's go. Yeah. Hit play. The first 40 minutes is really interesting. Mm -hmm. It's sad. But as soon as the credits dropped and we're 40 minutes in, I was like, 
this isn't what the movie's really about? <laughs> what I'm 40 minutes in, and I don't know what the next two and a half hours of this movie is going to be because I thought it was about this guy and his wife, you know? Okay. And so I was just, I was just like, okay, now we're going to take a completely – are we going to take a completely – I just didn't know where I was going with it, and it was just – it's such a – like it's like we said, it takes its time so much with the movie that it's just like – I don't know what I'm watching. I don't know what I'm looking for. I just got to the point where I was just like, I got to start watching trailers or something for these <laughs> movies before I jump for Oscar movies before I jump into them. So I'm prepared and ready to watch for whatever makes them good or something. You and, know? and that is an interesting take. And I appreciate it because maybe, maybe literally it's just like you're on the train to, to New York from here, but the only stop you have to make is you're driving cross country and they're like, we're going to take you north to Canada first, then on this journey over to New York, right? That That's how it feels based yeah. on what you're telling and, me. Here. And that 40 minutes really makes you understand, you know, what this guy went through for the rest of the movie and why he's so depressed. But, man, is it a depressing movie. <laughs> could it? Do you think it's it could have been shortened like, and you wouldn't have missed anything really in the story then? I do. I think I, – that's the thing is I think so as well, right? I think that – first 40 minutes could have been told in 10 wow yeah, I, I agree actually as well and that's the thing is like i didn't disagree that like i like this movie and he maybe didn't like it as much um would you go so far to say you disliked it it's yeah, okay I, I wouldn't recommend that's it fine. there was there was movie there's parts of the movies that i like parts of the movie that i really liked and really enjoyed but it was so few and far between that i wouldn't i wouldn't recommend it to anybody who's not into those slow and more emotional foreign films and that's definitely i'd agree with that as well like i would never like tell my wife like yeah. yes you should watch this because i know that she would like she'd be way gone Check by the time it was there yeah but for me it was those i felt like there were like maybe i liked a lot more of the moments but i felt like those moments that happened that even if it took a while to get there and a lot of storytelling happened to make those moments be how they are those moments were so huge and so impactful to me that like I was really truly emotionally moved during those parts of the movie and a big part of it is both of these characters not as like a super big spoiler are dealing with loss of close ones and family members and that's something that I've been dealing with a little bit over mm -hmm. the past year and so that's possibly why mm -hmm. I was super drawn to those specific moments because I felt like sort of a connection to that and about what they were going through and the progress that they made during it like there were a few parts that I liked but I was absolutely blown away at that scene where they're in the snow above the main character's old. Like, that's not like a spoiler, right? They're in the snow above one uh -huh. of the characters, like, old house. Mm -hmm. And that moment that those two characters shared, I was blown away. And that's, like, what, not, like, saved it. Because up to that point, I was like, okay, this movie's good. And I understand, like, why people like it. But I'm like, I haven't seen anything that makes me, like, like it, like it. And then it got to that point. I was like, oh, like, that's why. And so that's why I really liked it. Cool. And I wouldn't argue about voting for this one as the winner. For I mean, it's – if we're picking, like, who we – because there's, like, a side to this, who you think will win, who you like, right? Yeah. yeah. Who you think will win, it's the only one that's nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, exactly. So Drive My Car it is. Drive My Car. Not thank you guys for discussing by the way i actually really enjoyed that discussion and like listening i was like looking at some of the details you guys were talking about like just googling as we're sitting here it's kind of like funny to be like a 
looking over, That's but how it, I've it was some of these Oscar movies too. Like when I was watching Belfast, I was like, "What is happening in <laughs> Ireland at the time of Belfast?" Well, <laughs> as, as as far as I know, with Belfast, right? That's like in Northern Ireland yeah. around the time of like the divide of the country, mm-hmm. approximately, right? So that's all I know about it. But it sounds fascinating. So I don't think have we ever seen a movie, and I'm not well versed enough in the Oscars to know this. Have we ever seen a movie be nominated for best animated picture? feature documentary feature and international film feature because flea is in all Not three all of three. those that's kind of crazy i don't know if i've ever seen that i haven't anyway i don't know this as well as you do let's do documentary feature so we got ascension attica flea summer of soul and riding with fire i have not seen a single one of these i've not seen any of these from what i hear um it's it's quest love right who did group uh summer of soul oh i don't know i've heard just a lot of really good things about it and i've heard that that's what a lot of people are picking to win oh really that, that's just that's the one I've, I've i watched attica flea and summer of soul and summer of soul was the one that i checked out of i don't think i finished it honestly oh interesting uh it was it was cool it had really cool footage it's about um a concert series that took place can't remember what city it's in but it uh it, it was it was it was i just didn't mm. draw me in i i thought it was really cool seeing the old footage but flea and attica um were much more interesting to me because i was much sadder too <laughs> well i guess i didn't finish summer Soul, so i don't really know how it, that it concludes but but attica is about the uh, uh the prison system and the that prison in attica that the guards just like were treating their prison their inmates just terribly terribly and the uh the inmates rose up against the the prison guard took some hostages and it was just a real real mess and did very very sad what what ended up happening at that in that place and then flea we already talked about flea which is just amazing um if i were to choose i would choose flea personally but i didn't finish summer of soul so I think I'll let you make the call since you're the only one who's actually seen yeah. all of them. Yeah, we trust you, Vince. We're putting know, all of going. our vote on you. True. Okay, we're going to go with Flea then, guys. Ba-ba-boom. Okay, animated feature. We have Encanto, Flea, Luca, The Mitchells versus the Machines, and Raya and the Last Dragon. So I have opinions on three of these Let's movies. go! <laughs> I have opinions. <laughs> so Encanto, right, it's been the talk of the town all year long for people with children. And rightly so. It's a good one. People without children, like myself and my wife, we've also had – we've watched that like five times. And that's totally fine. It's a good stuff. I love Encanto. Um, yeah, Encanto is great. Luca was my all-time favorite. I also really loved Luca. Um, I have never felt more represented in a movie than I did in Luca. <laughs> and it was just the most nonchalant part of the whole film. And I was like, yeah. So Luca is like – And why were you uh, represented? Uh, the dad, the fisherman dad, and the like, the character Alberto. He's like staring at the dad when they're out on a fishing boat, and he's like, "Ah, this be the way I was born." And he just like cuts off a like a a piece of the net, like puts them in his mouth. And I was like, "That's exactly how I would do this." Like it felt so relatable. Like the whole thing, him just doing stuff. The first time you meet the dad, he's in cooking, which I would obviously be doing. So it was like very much like, oh yeah, and. I've always wanted to have a badass mustache like that. Not so much going to happen, but like dreams, dreams can be real. And then on but, top of everything for any new listeners, 
You also got one arm. Oh, yeah. Crap. <laughs> Guys, it's been a couple of years or a while since we spoke. I only have one arm, so it was very cool for me. It was it was exciting. Like, I, I loved it. The whole, the whole like, fisherman vibe is actually, like, one of my vibes. So, I – Yeah. It, now that you, like, pointed out, like, I could very much see <laughs> – Yeah. The inspiration was probably of you. <laughs> I, I literally look at cheap homes in Italy all the time to see if I can buy an old Italian home and live on the – you know, in the Italian Alps or something. I don't know. But, like – yeah, so Luca, and then Raya and the Last Dragon. So what's really hard for me with a lot of Southeast Asian films is they try to, like, harp on the same tale all the time, and it's kind of more of a serious show or something like that. And so um, they did this as a mixed a mixed bag because they showed different tribes of people, different different races, different types of people, and I thought it was very awesome. Like, um, And the story was very well done. The details in the animation were beautiful, and the voice work was great. So – that that's, that's just me. This is how I feel about these films. Like, I, like I said, I have other opinions about them because I've seen all of them. Um, and Luca is the f- front runner for me. So um, who else? Who else has thoughts now? Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I can't believe you skipped Mitchell's versus the Machines because this is Sorry. the best one of the best movies I've seen all year. Really, I loved, 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 loved the Mitchell's versus Machines. I think the animation is incredible. It's groundbreaking. The story is really, really good. It is so funny. There's a pug in it that just, I thought it would get old after a while, but every time the pug showed up, just cracked me up. The robots in it are hilarious. Mitchell's versus Machine, probably one of my favorite movies of the year. Dang. I don't know if it'll win. I want it to more than anything that has every reason to. Well, it has the best rating on this right next to Flea. So 97% of critics liked it, and Flea had 99. I split between that and Encanto, though. Encanto's got the popular vote, I feel like. That's the thing, is it does have the popular vote, and even in, like, the critics and the people who end up making these decisions, right, a lot of people who have worked on animated films will be the ones who make this decision. So it'll be weird, because a lot of those people, because the people who are in the Academy, right, are people who have worked on and or like won these sort of awards in the past, right? So in Kanto, like not as like a popular thing, but you'll have like a lot of people who've worked on Disney and Pixar movies before, right? Encanto's not Pixar, but that sort of thing, right? But then the Mitchells versus the Machines is also one of the ones that I'm trying to watch before Sunday because I haven't have, seen, have it. seen it. Yet? No, I'm gonna go Netflix, home and watch right? it. Actually, I need to because actually I remember seeing an advertisement for it. I just haven't watched it at all. But it is sort of, even though it kind of flew under the radar when it came out, but it's like it was like advertised and like it's like, oh yeah, you got this, like you have kids, like watch this show. Like it's actually really highly, like critically, like revered. It's like the critics are like, oh yeah, like this is really, really good. Like, yeah, it's an animated film. It does like what it needs to do, right? And then Encanto on the other side, I also, I loved, loved Encanto and seen it a lot of times. I feel like. It is like the big Disney one, and so you sort of not like it's not like a David vs Goliath thing, right? Because, but like I feel like it's sort of like the one that people are like, oh yeah, this is the movie that's gonna that's win right. this year, right? And I feel like that, but I also feel sad because I'm like, okay, but I feel like Encanto still had like a lot of like heart to it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So even though it is like the big one and kind of a favorite, I'm like, okay, well it kind of deserves that. But I'm like, but I'd also be cool with a few of these others winning. Um, uh, I can't give too much of an opinion about Ryan the Last Dragon because I watched it, but I watched it in a setting that was not great. 
for watching. I, I just I couldn't. Did you really watch f- it with us on the projector at your parents' house? Is uh-uh. that where you watched it? Oh, no. Okay. I was like, yeah, that was a bad place to watch it if you watch it with us. No, I watched it at my aunt's house on a Sunday, and there were dogs everywhere, and there was, I was helping take care of my little nephew, and so I was not able to focus much on it. What I saw, I didn't understand a lot of it because uh, i hadn't seen a lot so i can't really so i've seen it technically and i like saw it even all the way to the end but then a lot of it i was like okay i don't even know what just happened so i definitely feel like with ryan the last dragon you had to actually pay attention because of the way the story moves so it would make sense if you're like well how did we get here so yeah, yeah. that 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 makes sense so forgiven what are we gonna do i would love to see mitchell's and machines should we just do so it? I would say Mitchell's we picked Dos Oruguitas, but I could I could understand if you guys want to do Encanto. I loved Luca too. I want to skip Encanto. Favorites. I think we should do we, the Mitchells versus the. Machines. We picked Dos Oruguitas. We gave Encanto some love. Yeah. Like so, we'll we'll go ahead and we'll we'll pick the Mitchells versus the Machines. Okay, awesome. now we get to sort of what people consider the big. Well, I guess like seven, because a lot of times people, um, the like if a if a film wins best screenplay, um, best film and best director, it's like the big three, right? But then Tri-fecta. also because you can't win, you know, both screenplays, you can only win one. So we're into that and the acting ones. So sort of the biggest ones. Okay, I'm gonna go with Dune, guys. Oh well, well here let's adapted let's announce screenplay. This. Best we adapted have... screenplay. Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter. That sounds so sad. Then <laughs> the power of the dog. But I think Dune wins. That's how I feel. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, I Coda. Ooh. I'm split between Coda and Power of the Dog. Really? Tell me about Coda. I know nothing about it. So Coda, if you don't know, it stands for Child of Deaf Adults. And so Coda is a screenplay. Child of Dead Adults? Deaf. Oh, Deaf. Deaf Adults. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, that's so dark. <laughs> it was like orphans? But Child of Deaf Adults. So non- non-hearing people, yeah. right? Yes. So, okay. That sounds very fascinating. Um, Vince, sorry, go ahead. No, I uh, Coda was great. Um, I liked Dune I just, as well. I was kind yeah. of split between those two, Coda and Dune. Those, I'm right there with you. Those three, Dune, I want to win everything. I don't think it'll win. Coda, this. I was honestly surprised with how many nominations it got, honestly. When I watched it, I loved it. I really, really enjoyed everything about it, but it just doesn't feel like an Oscar movie to me. Like, I, I don't know. I just I didn't get the Oscar vibes that I get from Power of the Dog and Dune and some of these other ones, even though it's a great movie. You know, like, I enjoyed every minute watching it. It just – I don't want to say it felt like a Apple TV movie or a Netflix movie, but it kind of felt like an Apple TV or Netflix movie to me kind of a thing. No, if, I understand If that makes that. sense at all. So – I thought it was really good. I, I never read the book, so I don't really know, you know, how they adapted yeah. it to it. But it's just kind of in power of the dog. I just I just have a lot of expectations for what that one's going to win. So I, I would probably lean towards either. I don't know. Decide for me. I don't know <laughs> if we can do it then, because we have, because I'm sort of like Coda and 
Dune, and I even I even like drive my car up there just because of what it does with the story and so much of it is the screenplay. Um, I apologize, Casey, later for when you have to edit this because there's so many times where I'll like turn and talk to Vince, and I'm <laughs> my voice probably drops a bit. You're so. good. I will take. I apologize. Uh, just to be honest with you, after Parasite winning, you know everything and taking it. I feel like, and this is a feeling, not necessarily like the spoken word, right? But I feel like Drive My Car could have a pretty good chance if it like is really awe-inspiring to people or the story gave them that depth, right? Because with Parasite, what it was, was honestly, Parasite was filmed well. It's a good story, but it had so many like hefty moments that you're like, damn, you know, like that feeling. And so I would say, even though I haven't seen Drive My Car, based off of your discussion earlier it might be in a good running and good place to like think about more heavily but the thing is i feel like for a favorite to be super real with you dune might be there but i don't want to give put like we don't want to put all our eggs in one basket well, and be completely wrong say dune. Well, what do like, you i guess like? even if we're all like because i feel we're, we're all pretty split and i feel like maybe besides casey dune isn't like our first choices but i feel like if it's the pause rewind play one if it's like the only one that's crossing paths <sighs> i feel like maybe we just have to you I, know besides... i have a lot of anxiety that <laughs> because i've watched enough i'm like causing your stuff to be distorted now like the data is not good here I mean, you're you're not wrong. Dune is an amazing adaptation of the novel. Yes. Like, and Denis Villeneuve, if you listen to his, like, interviews, he references the book, the novel, as the Bible of the movie because they always went back. If there's any question, he went back to the, the Dune Bible yeah. and would reference that, and he tried to make it as accurate as he could to the book. Yes. And I think he accomplished that so well i wouldn't be i wouldn't honestly wouldn't mind saying dune either <laughs> I, that's the thing though is i think it's dune and and here's why is because the original david lynch film was not good it felt rushed it was just a quick story that like david lynch has separated himself from this film like he tries to pretend like it's not him that directed it like fine whatever he's a great guy whatever but like this other one was like a perfect burn like was it a long film? Yeah. But did I stay interested the whole time? Was it beautifully done? Did it feel like an actual good adaption? Yes. I'm going to stand on that leg, and that will be my part of the stool here that we're talking. So if you guys are like, no, I'm okay I'm, with it. I'm cool with it. I'd, I'd go with Dune. Let's hit it. Let's hit Dune. All right. And then that leads us to the next part of our adventure, which is best original screenplay which is Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Licorice Pizza, sorry, <laughs> licorice. Guys, that was bad, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World. What do you guys think? I'm not going to vote on this one because I don't know anything about it. Okay. I like Don't Look Up, um, and if I were to pick from these within my own opinion, I think I'd pick Don't Look Up. I haven't seen Belfast yet, though, and that's what I've heard from a lot of people they say is like gonna win i think like when i was looking at like the betting sites that was sort of i don't know if it's like a clear cut favorite to win but i think it was kind of up there okay i i didn't connect with belfast like the people that i watched it with did but they really connected to it to a point where i'd be like really okay with saying belfast because they really really loved it really really touched them 
My favorite of these that I want to win is Licorice Pizza. I really enjoyed lic- Licorice Pizza. Um, don't know if we'll actually win it. So I'd probably say Belfast is our is our go to with that one. Let's hit it. Okay. I think I like King Richard as well, but I think like and I understand okay. why it was nominated for Best Original Screenplay, but for me, with the things I loved about it, I was like, eh. There's other things I mm-hmm. pick first. So, all right, actor in a supporting role. I believe this is Kieran Hines, Belfast. But please, it's Irish, and I'm going to mispronounce it. That's Troy Kotzer in Coda, Jesse Plemons, Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons, Being the Ricardo, and Jody Smith Mc or Cody Smith McPhee, The Power of the Dog. Is that the kid? Yeah, that's the doctor kid, uh, Kirsten Dunst's son. Yes. I feel like Jesse Plemons deserves so many accolades and awards because Jesse Plemons is just that Jesse Plemons. <sighs> I love Jesse Plemons. Really but I don't know enough about the story. so He is really good, but I was honestly surprised to see he got a nomination. Like, I was as well. He did a lot with a little bit, but he didn't blow me out of the water Mm-mm. in this. Okay. Um... My pick for this is Troy Kotzer. I second that motion. Uh, He's amazing. Yeah. Done. Put it down. That's our vote. Troy Kotzer and Coda, actor in a supporting role. We want I ta- think he's a shoe-in to win, honestly. I think that's one of the ones people are saying it's almost yeah. guaranteed. And none of those other guys on that list that I that really like. I said none of them. And I like them, but just me out of the water. Like, and I love Jesse Plemons and everything he does, and I liked him in The Power of the Dog. But I was just like, really? Like with everything that there is this year, like yeah, yeah. But Troy know. Troy Coates or however you say his name just did so good. Yeah, in Coda, so so good. Okay, actress in a supporting role. Jesse Buckley, The Lost Daughter. Ariana DeBose, West Side Story, Judy Dench, Belfast, Kirsten Dunst, The Power of the Dog, Aun, dang it, Aun Johnny and Aun Johnway Ellis, King Richard. Also, and that's his uh, wife, right? It's it? Dame Judy Dench. Get your get your Dame stuff right here. Judy Dench. Also, Kristen Dunst and Jesse Plemons are either married or married together, IRL. So. Yeah. Really? So yeah, interesting, oh, wow. right? Interesting that they're both wow, uh, really? both both been uh, gifted the uh, spoilers. They get together in this movie. What? It's right near huh. the beginning. Okay, but anyhow, I know none of these people Let's in this show. But Dame Judy, Dame Judy Dench is always a good vote. So I hear buzz around Kirsten Dunst. She did really well in Power of the Dog, but after my viewing of West Side Story. For some reason, I had in my head that the lead who plays Maria in West Side Story was nominated for Best Actress. So I was watching that thinking, okay, let's see what she's got. Let's see if she deserves this nomination. I like her, by the way. but Yeah, she did fine. But but that was my feeling when the movie ended. I was like, I don't know why she was nominated. And then I pulled up my list. I was like, oh, she's not. Oh, and and I got to finish that. So I, I thought to myself, I don't know why she's nominated. The two people that stood out to me were were the act the character that Ariana DeBose plays and one of the uh, little gang members I can't remember his name Riff or something like that were the two actors or performances or characters that I was like I really liked those two not our main so man I, Ansel Elgore no nah, he didn't stand out either. <laughs> it's sad but I Ariana DeBose like 
I usually don't like like it. It was obvious to me that she was the standout actress in that movie. So I would I would vote for her. I thought she did so 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 good. But I hear the buzz, and I love Kirsten Dunst. We grew up with her. I can see, I can see why she deserves it as well. My vote is Ariana DeBose. The buzz is around Kirsten Dunst, and you never know, you know, with Judy Dench, especially with people voting for people that they like, right? Um, but if I'm, I can be mistaken, and if I'm wrong, I'll take it. But I think I read that this is the one that's almost the most locked really? down in history for Ariana DeBose. Really? For Ariana DeBose. Oh, I thought you for sure you were going to say I'm Kirsten pretty sure Dunst. like on my whole night. like on the betting website that I went to, it was like it was like minus like 2500, which was like the biggest that of any. That is fantastic. Of she really deserves Now don't it. be mad at me if she doesn't win now oh, it'll and break I said my heart that. if she doesn't. How now. much money did you put down? <laughs> it was a shoe in, what can I say? <laughs> I mean, if I put it down for that, I mean, I'd hardly win anything because of those odds, but so we, that's who I picked does. as well. Should we go with Ariana DeBose? Let's do it, guys. She, she did incredible in it. Actor in right, leading we're down role. To the last oh. four. Yes. We are down See? to the last four. One, two, three, actor, four actress, last. director, and best picture. All right. The for actor in a leading role, we have Javier Bardem being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch, The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield, tick tick boom. Uh, Will Smith, King Richard, and Denzel Washington, The Tragedy of Macbeth. There's a lot of discussion. Yeah, I'm very curious about this because I've heard good things about Andrew Garfield in this in Tick, Tick, Boom, but I haven't seen Tick, Tick, Boom. Good. Everyone says that he's excellent in that as well. Obviously, he had a big year, that, Spider-Man, stuff like that. Faith, he did really good in that one, too. Exactly. So he had a huge year, and so it would be really cool uh, if he won because – Yes, he won for his performance, and he would win for his performance in Tick, Tick, Boom, but sort of a, a really good year all around for an actor who he's not emerging, right? Like, he's here, but just, like, showing that he's here, mm -hmm. right, for all style of film, right? He goes back, and he does the Spider-Man, but then he also does his singing and acting and everything performance that he does in Tick, Tick, Boom that I've read about again. I haven't seen it. Um but then also, in, I heard he had to put in a ton of work for Tick Tick Boom too. Like I think it's his biggest one because he's yeah. sings, dances, does everything. And I watched I watched Tick Tick Boom and Eyes of Tammy Faye back to back, night after night, and yeah, just yeah. completely different people. Wow. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I thought that I always like Benedict Cumberbatch in the stuff that he does, and I really liked him in this. Will Smith. Will Smith. Will Smith. Freaking Will Smith. Everyone's saying, like, not just because, like, he kind of deserves it, but they're like, dude, it's time, and he delivered. Deserves it. Oh, my goodness. Did you see? I'm assuming you didn't. No, I'm over here looking like, wow. Do you great. know what it's about, though, King Richard? No, I know nothing about this. So King Richard is the story of Venus and Serena Williams okay. and their dad. So their dad is Richard, who Will Smith plays in this film. And what he did, not only his girls, because he had a really large family, but for his wife and his daughters and what he did. And it's obviously based on the true story of Venus and Serena Williams and their father and what he really did and how he put everything on the line and how he 
sometimes almost to a crazy level, advocated for what he thought would be best for them in their lives and how he did everything to to help his family on another level. And Will Smith really takes it to the next level, especially when you look at films and interviews from the past that happened where, you know, on a rare occasion, Richard Williams, not rare occasion, but like where he slips in and you see it and you see what Will Smith did and how he transforms himself to be that person who it's obviously it's still like they didn't go crazy with any sort of makeup or anything like that right it's still very much will smith but how he turns his voice and his body into another person it is incredible and i loved king richard and will smith was a ginormous part of it the two girls who played venus and serenely were amazing Mm -hmm. as well and i think um his wife right she was down there on the list the one that i mispronounced her name apologies but she was nominated as well for best supporting actress but casey watch it does it do it fantastic i feel like i have nothing to do but watch king richard now (laughs) i actually have a list of stuff i have to watch now i feel like i missed like a whole year i blinked and it was january of last year and now we're back in march of the following year and i'm like woo. Okay. I will watch Will's, King Richard though because oh, uh, just just for reference, I will watch that because you and I grew up like pretty much the same. But they had like teenage Venus and Serena at every school drinking milk when I was a kid, mm-hmm. like always in those Got Milk ads. So you know, I'm curious about more of the backstory because they've been such a huge influential part of sport and uh, my life. So yeah, 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 definitely, I can do that. And if Will Smith's in it, my man, let's do it. You know. Yeah. All right, actress in a leading role. Jessica Chastain, the eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman, the lost daughter, Penelope Cruz, parallel mothers, Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart in Spencer. So this is the one where I'm slacking probably the most. I've seen Eyes of Tammy Faye, and I've seen Being the Ricardos. Wasn't impressed with Nicole Kidman and Being the Ricardos. Uh, absolutely blown away by Jess- Jessica Chastain in Eyes of Tammy Faye. I think she, from what I've seen in the two movies out of five, I'd say Jessica Chastain's going to win it. I think Jessica Chastain's going to win as well. Um, I haven't seen those movies, but from what people have talked about, it's a really big thing. Um, and I know that a lot of times if someone does a really good job, you know, of like portraying that person, especially someone who's within like the film and Hollywood scene, which is why a lot of people are, even if, because I know that you mentioned you weren't blown away by it, and I haven't seen it, but a lot of people have been blown away by Nicole Kidman in Being the Ricardos, from what I've heard. And so a lot of people are saying that's good. And Kristen Stewart, she did a really good job as well um, with being Princess Diana, especially kind of on, like, the next level for sort of her keep on, like, doing, like, really cool and, like, interesting stuff and just being an amazing actress. But I think as far as, like, what happened this year, it's sort of, like, in between those two is what I've like heard, like Nicole Kidman and um, Jessica Chastain. I think we're gonna go with Jessica Chastain, probably. Just from what I think that's a smart part based off what you guys have I didn't said. Know, uh, Nicole Kidman was in it. That and I think it's kind of like at least like the last maybe not couple years, but like last year. It's like maybe movies that were not subpar, but like didn't really live up to their expectations. At least as far as like being nominated for other things in the in the Oscar categories, they'll have an outstanding performance that will win someone that. Because what was it last year? Um, Renee Zellweger won for Judy, and Judy was nominated for like nothing else, yeah. right? 
And so I actually really liked the the movie itself. Yeah. Um, I just spaced the name of it. Being the Ricardos, I actually really right. enjoyed it. So yeah, interesting. <laughs> and I always like Javier Bardem as well. Yeah, yeah, so. charming guy. Okay, down to the last two. Directing Keith Branagh. Kenneth. Ken- oh, directing Keith. <laughs> <laughs> directing Kenneth Branagh. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, you I don't it. know. Belfast, <laughs> aka Gilderoy Lockhart. That's who that is. Um, Ra- Ryusuke <laughs> Hamagachi, Drive My Car. Paul Thomas Anderson, Licorice Pizza. Jane Campion, The Power of the Dog, and Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. I started out that so strong and just <laughs> got confundled. So, yeah, what do you guys think? You I liked Licorice Pizza. Man. I did. I really, really enjoyed Licorice Pizza. And uh, I think if I were to vote on the one that I want to win – we're directing i would go for paul thomas anderson in licorice pizza um he the two actors that are in his movies that are in his movie i don't remember their names but the two leads are fresh newbies never been in another movie before and both of them did absolutely fantastic and i would assume that's partly thanks to his directing that other than that other than the fact that i loved the movie and i think those two were really standout actors um i don't really have any other defense on why it should win um do i think it'll win no uh i honestly think it's gonna be jane campion for power of the dog i think jane campion's gonna win from everything that we've heard um uh from what went on stylistically with the movie and how she was able to hand herself with obviously a lot of top tier actors and everything like that. Jane Campion was just um, sort of next level. And from everything I've seen, it seems that she's the, kind of the clear cut favorite. It'd be cool. She'll be the first female director to win two Oscars, right? Is that, yeah. Is that what it is? I think that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, Steven Spielberg, you know, does Steven Spielberg things. And it's cool to see, I don't know any of his other work, but Ryosuke Hamaguchi in there as well. It'll be interesting to see other stuff they do because. I'm always looking for that sort of thing, right? Someone enters sort of like the main stage, either from like a small like indie film or international film. And then it's interesting to see what they do next. I'm super excited for like Bong Joon-ho's next stuff that he's going to be doing as well, just because of what you see from that. So it'll be interesting to see that. I think Jane Campion. Jane Campion it is. And we are to the final. The final category. Took me a minute to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Best picture. We got a full slate of 10 this year. That's huge. Yeah. Because they can do anywhere from like 7 to 10, I think, is what they've decided on recently. And I think it's usually like 8 or 9. They went all out. They hit all 10 this year. I guess they thought all of these deserved it, which the best picture nominations are Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, West Side Story. If you look at this list, Vince, you have seen all Every of these. Single one of these movies. I've seen a lot of these. Casey's seen <laughs> one. One. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying terrible, to. Terrible. Person. No, no, no. You're all good. This. Were there any? 
besides drive my car because we already know about that one that you did not like um there were three that i would never watch again um but i didn't i i wouldn't say that i didn't i don't think i necessarily didn't like them um the three are belfast drive my car and power of the dog those three uh, just didn't resonate with me for some reason belfast uh watched it last night just never connected through the whole thing power of the dog is a very slow burn it's another one that i didn't look into at all i just jumped in and watched it and just i think that's a good thing and a bad thing because of the twist in the movie it made it great it made the twist like worth the watch but it is another one of those slow slow like just very specifically paced movie to make you feel this like uncomfortable feeling and through the whole thing i'm just like i don't know what this is what is going on didn't love it understand a hundred percent understand and honestly it's the one that i think will win um is power of the dog because uh, it kind of checks off all of the oscar requirements in my opinion that, that it seems like they're looking for when they vote um and yeah so belfast drive my car and power of the dog are the three that didn't that I wouldn't recommend. Well, I can't even say I wouldn't recommend them to people. I just they just weren't for me. West Side Story, Nightmare Alley, Licorice Pizza, King Richard, Dune, Don't Look Up, Coda. All of those movies I had a fantastic time watching. I can't believe how good the nominations are this year. Like this is one of the years that almost every single one of the movies I really really enjoyed and don't regret watching. Um, the one that I want to win, Dune. <laughs> I want to. I want Dune to win so bad. I think it's the. I think it's, it. It just. I loved it. I loved loved Dune, and I think it's so well done and so well made. And I again can't believe that Denis don't that. Denis Villeneuve didn't get nominated, but if I'm going to say if I'm going to guess, I put all my chips on Power of the Dog. It just again seems to check off all the boxes that they're looking for. Um, I'm going to read a message that I sent to, um, our buddy Cade, who's been on the podcast before when he asked me my feelings about the power of the dog. I sent him this. I said, things I loved cinematography. We already talked about this. Montana looked awesome. Acting. Benedict Cumberbatch, Kirsten Dunst and Plemons did really good in the role they were given. Twist. The twist at the end was cool and set up smartly. Period piece, LGBTQ drama, the big rough cowboy no spoilers sorry but you can sorry i already spoiled it my apologies <laughs> no you're fine keep going being gay in that era provides for some interesting stuff going on mm -hmm. in the movie things i didn't like at all and you know if there's anyone who really likes the power of the dog i really apologize story besides a little twist at the end i was uninterested in the plot of this movie the entire time i kept wanting to stop and look at my phone it didn't pull me in at all Music, even though it got nominated for best score, the music did almost nothing in the movie for me. Like, I didn't notice it. I didn't, like, a lot of times people say, oh, that's a good thing. You don't notice, like, but it didn't add anything to it either for me. Nothing. Uh, story. Again, there was no story, <laughs> almost. Action. There was there was next to no action, which, like, I'm not, like, saying I want this to be an action movie. Like, I, like, I know that it's not supposed to be an action movie, but, like, even for, like, being, like, this cowboys and stuff like that, like, there's nothing, and it felt clunky and stuff like that. And finally, 
story. Again, the story was not interesting to me at all, right? Like, the thing at the end was very cool and very interesting, how it happens, right? The twist that happens in the movie. It's like, okay, that was cool. Everything else almost about this. I, as I was watching this, I'm like, this? Because I read everywhere. Because I, on my Oscar sheet, I have The Power of the Dog and Coda checked because those are two ones that a lot of people say are like some of the top two front runners to win. Like it's kind of mixed this year. So there's not like a guaranteed one. Um, but so those are the ones I have checked. But I'm like watching this and I'm like, like really? Like this is, I'm not, I didn't, I didn't think it was bad. I liked it ish. Ish, that's how I feel. I don't even know if I'd say I liked it. Yeah, like, I, it's weird, right? And half the people that I've talked to that have seen this movie, like, wanted to quit halfway through it. I feel Almost pressured. That I've asked, yeah, it felt like to they, say I like it because it's such huge Oscar buzz and it got nominated for twelve things, and I'm just like, I'm like, what? You don't have to like it. It's okay. Okay, because I'm just like, oh my I'm gosh. right there. With I feel you. like people are gonna judge me, and I'm just like, this one's just not it for me, right? And like. And that's the thing is I just feel like film can be just be so personal, right? Because I feel like Drive My Car is another super slow, super one. That's not for everyone, but I loved it, right? And that's not me because I'm like, oh, it's so cool, an international film. I like it. I'm so cool. <laughs> like, I loved it, right? I liked Drive My Car a lot. So that's like Drive My Car is like that. Power of the Dog, I was like, I don't get it. I don't know Would why. you watch Drive My Car again? Um... Not right now. I'd watch it again like so in the future. You're kind of like uh, the James Bond actor after the end of the <laughs> James Bond movie, never again. And then you'll be like, oh, maybe you'll uh, time. Yeah, maybe. Um, if I had to pick my favorite, not the one I think would win, or I even think that maybe deserves to win, my favorite of these films, don't get me wrong, like I love Dune, but I'm not as much like immersed in that world as like a lot of people were. And, like, not, like, that everyone was involved in it, but just, like, I don't know. I felt like I wasn't connected to Dune as much as a lot of people, even though I loved everything that, like, Dune did. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I had to pick my one that I would like to win, I like Don't Look Up out of all of these. Like, I really love Don't Look Up. Like, the first time I was watching, I'm like, this is so crazy and how it connects to the modern day world. And I feel like, yeah, it's not, like, Oscar or anything like that, but I feel like Leonardo DiCaprio did amazing, and I feel like Jennifer Lawrence did amazing, and you know, Jonah Hill's funny, he's in there, but like, (laughs) (laughs) and like Meryl Streep's in there, and just like, there was a lot of stuff going on, and it was really crazy to think about if said, like, if said scenario was actually happening in our world, it's crazy to think that this is actually some, like, (laughs) as, like, ludicrous and crazy as the movie makes it sound, it's like, this actually isn't probably too far from how stuff would really happen. Hmm. And it's obviously like one big metaphor for a couple of different things, right? Obviously, we know Leonardo DiCaprio does a lot to do with environmentalism and stuff like that, and that's kind of like the big kind of more focused one. But obviously, in the times that it was made with COVID and everything and the active denial that went on with a lot of groups of people and especially political groups, it was really, really interesting to watch, and I really loved it. So if I had to pick one, I'd pick like – don't look up for me i know that it won't win right not like kind of i know that it won't but that's what i pick king richard they're pretty close to yeah king richard it's great too i would so if we're gonna click one one. (laughs) i mean you guys i pretty much should abstain from this (laughs) no 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 uh what do you think vince you've heard all of the arguments i think that it, it comes down to two from what we've talked about, would you agree? 
Yeah, probably. Which two? Power of the Dog, right? Yep. What's the other one? Dune. From just from what from what we've said, I feel like because like it's like because Casey wants Dune. W. Uh, I I I really can't say that I want <laughs> Dune. I love Dune, and it's the only movie I've watched, so that's what I want. But I also so have no real vote here. Can we? I guess we can't. Like it's, this isn't like the work one, and we haven't done it yet. We can't yes. split it. <laughs> we can't do both of those. Well, you guys could split. So it. do we want to go? Here's, Here's the, the thing. I don't think Dune will win. I don't think it, it will either. I don't so think so because it's a down. trilogy, and they're gonna wait to. They're gonna need two. It's just two. Yeah. Okay. So but the second so, one. and that's that's. I'll bet you what happens too. I'll bet you the second I'm, one comes out, and it'll pull a Lord of the Rings thing, and they'll give the last one the the, the Oscar, Oscar, the best picture. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Um. So the question is though, do we go with the one that we all loved, or do we go with the one that we all think? will win i don't know because i feel like and we've done both of us really like <laughs> i feel like we've done both throughout this entire thing there's some where we're like okay i've heard this one's gonna win so yeah probably should go with this one and other ones where we're like nope we like dos orugita sorry billy eyelash <laughs> william eyelash um okay choose one three two one what are you power choosing power of the dog i thought you guys were actually gonna say something <laughs> I feel like that's just if we want to um, win our yeah. little I'm competition that we're having with nobody. I, yeah, I think that's what it comes down to is we're trying to win this, so we're going to go with Power of the Dog. Yeah. Even though we didn't love it. Is there like an NCAA bracket we could put this into and, and see how well we did? Compete. Uh, we can compete with the people that we work with. Do <laughs> it. We can see how we did against, you know, Kate, Vince and I also have our own that yeah. we've made. I yeah. got my ballot here. I've got mine as well. See, guys, I moved into a trailer and became a complete failure <laughs> of a movie watcher. <laughs> What's funny though is like I don't, I don't not watch like. It's funny. I still like see stuff for cinematography for film stuff, and I'm like, I love this so much, but then right, I don't man. watch any shows. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm too busy. Point in your life, <laughs> you're busy and you got to break from it. And you jump back in later. I just want to graduate from school. <laughs> but anyhow, let's uh, let's call it the power. What did you choose? The power of the dog. Power, power of the dog. So we're gonna do it. We're gonna do the power of the dog. So uh, any last thoughts on this as we've kind of like challenged it and went through it? I have to say thanks to you guys, um, because I always enjoyed watching the Oscars, but and we always did a party and i always kind of was aware of the oscars movies but i never got into it like this until we started doing the podcast and i have so much fun doing this i love going i love having the movies go and have a checklist and trying to see as many as i can and then i love the actual oscars night it makes it so much more fun and then i love seeing how my taste compares to hollywood classy oscars taste you know it's just it's all so interesting to me and it's so much fun to me people have like said you know the oscars is like your super bowl like i've heard that over the years over the years in so many places it really has become that for me over the past what two or three years how long is when was the first time we did this 2019 we did it the very first well 2020 i guess yeah so it really this year specifically or in yeah this year specifically is just like really i've been counting down the days all year long for oscar season again just 
It's fun. It's so much Excited. fun just to get into all this. Definitely one of my favorite episodes that we do. So I'm glad that we came back on this one. And, um, well, obviously we have a couple ideas of stuff that we want to do next. And of course, always please send us your feedback about stuff that you'd like to see us do movies. You'd like to see us watch lists that you'd like us to rank our top movies or not like top movies, but like a specific genre or director or something like that. Always send us your way. But you guys let me know what you want to do. Cause I know that we have a couple movies that we might want to watch and talk about next. You know that my other favorite episode of the year is always our top movies of the previous year. So feel like we should do that pretty soon even if it's because i know that in case you mentioned you watched a lot less last year and stuff like that maybe we do more of like a top five and i'll just kind of like throw my like 10 through six in there as well maybe something like that i would i would love to do that as well like 110 percent. i also kind of want to do jackass now that vince brought it up you know, to watch in it. the night but no guys like i'm glad we're doing this again like hands down one of my favorite things is us getting together and doing this. Like I said earlier, I broke down to my therapist. I was like, I need to freaking do this. And so, yeah, even though I felt incredibly unprepared, I'm just glad that we're, we're back doing it, you know? And, uh, so yeah, I think, uh, do we have anything else you want to add really quickly or you think we're good? I think we're good. Just thank you for, if you made it through this, I know a lot of times we try to keep it a bit concise for you. This one, we were just kind of happy to be back. Yeah, this talking is... about movies, so we just kind of let it flow. So if you made it all the way through this and listened to most of our ramblings and sometimes even uninformed opinions for like <laughs> me about what I'm trying to talk about movies that I might not know a ton about, I thank you guys. We appreciate you guys listening to us because we really love doing this and it's really fun. Yeah, hands down, the greatest, greatest thing we do is get together and do these movie podcasts. So we'll catch you next time on the Pause Run Play podcast.